Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Swisher Sweets. Make sure you go check out their channel, man. They have a funny show called What It Means, where their featured guests decipher lyrics to popular music. They're also creating documentary-style content called Since Day One, where artists get to tell their side of the story. We are gonna be featured guests on What It Means, so make sure you check that out. So, man, look, if you love that in hip-hop, you love music, go check out the Swisher Sweets channel, man. They got a lot of dope stuff popping over there. Yeah, yeah, I just pulled up the lyrics on, on jeans. Yeah, the verse, can you work it, can you work it, break it down and just drop it low, you deserve it, you deserve it. Get it out and let it all go, shake it and don't break it. Is you with it, is you with it, let me see you just get, right. get it, get busy, get busy. Back it up and just quit playing with it. You ain't rapping it like him though. Yeah, you got to, you got to like yeah. that. See, you when he was old dad reading lyrics, I can't take it. Like, like, the lady like, on the... Yeah, yeah, the, the North Bay chick. <laughs> yeah, the old white lady. Yeah, that's how you was Why is this popular? I need to hear Danny rap that, because that sounded so much better. It sure did. It's, it's so terrible. We can't rap it. Put it on me, just back it up. Don't play with it. Don't break it. Don't break it. Before we get into the review, make sure you go and Google search, click on the link, go ask your mama, go ask your cousin about Dead and Hip Hop Patreon. It is dope. It's more than you just giving a dollar. You get to vote on what's going to come out next on Dead and Hip Hop. You and Rod are going to be so best friends for that dollar. So if you want to be a part of Dead and Hip Hop, make sure you go check out our Patreon page, man. Go click on that link, man. And if you want to further support your boys, go check out the Spreadshirt site that we have. Our online catalog is dope. I know it's probably still on there, so you better go get it. Go get the unfinished business that in hip hop tees. Back to the review. Danny Brown atrocity wow exhibition. Makes me curious to see what y'all think about this. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Danny Brown, uh, is this the second time we reviewed Danny Brown? Third. Third. What, what, what was your oh, next? Oh, oh, that's the one I was forgetting. So with Danny Brown, you know, we, we, we have a lot of conversations about new artists, old artists, this artist, that artist. There's a reason why I don't mention Danny Brown. Mm. I can't, in all honesty, just like 100% get into him. Like he starts to annoy me immensely. <laughs> he, he just, he just does. Annoy me immensely. You're so calm with it. Annoy me. <laughs> you know, like, like his voice is annoying. And I know I'm, I'm probably gonna start off on the bad side of things. His, his voice is annoying. I really have not listened to any of his projects since yeah, we reviewed them, yeah, I, I don't go back. I give props where props is due. 
and I and I believe Danny Brown is a is a, is a dope artist, but he has some built-in like negatives, like his voice, like like he can't control that. I don't want him to control that, but he maximizes his voice and he does it well. I it's just too fucking annoying. But he can't control it though. He can't control it. A little bit, but 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 not for an entire project. I haven't heard an, an entire project, and I don't remember old like that. But I don't remember an entire project where he doesn't have the whole high pitch <laughs> type shit. <laughs> Like, look, that, that shit right there is hard as fuck to get over, man. I, like, it's hard for me, for an entire project to get over that. It just, it truly is. And on this project here, man, there are some songs that I am going to revisit because they're just that fucking dope. And like I said, man, Danny Brown is a dope artist, except like his voice. And, and sometimes what he does with his music, I, I just, it's not for me. I, I just, I can't get jiggy with that shit at all. But you don't know, like like look I'm a, like the first five songs are dope as fuck. They're dope as fuck. Downward spiral. Tell me what I don't know. That was a little annoying, but I, I fuck with it. Rolling. That was it annoying? He was he was his he was, he was a regular voice. Yeah. The voice that you prefer him. To I'm be surprised in. you like downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you like that? It, look, man, it, it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I like the first five joints. Okay. Don't question me here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> The same way I did the album. Look, look, and then we looked at God. We looked at God. Damn it! I don't want people to be like the fuck rapper. I like Rolling Stone. Obviously, I like Really Though. We talked about that. Um, if you didn't see it, go check out our first impressions video. Um, we talked about it there. Um, I like Lost, I, and Lost was my favorite joint on this project. But, but there's a reason why. There's a reason why. After watching Luke Cage, and then hearing that, I was like, holy shit, that should be on a Luke Cage episode. So for me, that correlation made me like the song even more, not diminishing the song at all, because it's still dope by itself, but it just added that extra, like, oh, fuck, I wish this was on there, because it was that damn dope. After the first five tracks, man, then it then it starts to kind of like, what the fuck, like, this is the type of shit that I can't fuck with Danny Brown. Like, when it rains, what the fuck? Like, it, <laughs> barely no beat, barely no beat, and then his high pitchedness, and he going, I'm like, yo, this is like a chihuahua trying to bite my fucking Achilles. It's just annoying, bro. I just, I, I can't get over that. I can't get over that. But in that second half of the project, there's also another dope track mm -hmm. that I like that I fuck with, Pneumonia. I fuck with Pneumonia. Like, exactly. You heard Schoolboy and little ad-libs in the background? You yeah, did. Yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was Schoolboy. Yeah, that was Schoolboy. Yeah. Cool cool I think you let like, Schoolboy oh. hear that song. And just... Um, at one time, I think they were bouncing ideas off of him. Hmm. Yeah, because you know, I think he would have fit that song perfectly. He, he if he had, yeah. had a verse, oh, yeah. oh yeah. man. I was waiting on the well, verse. I don't know. Actually, let's, let's, I'll wait. So, for me, man, like, there's joints on here that definitely bump in the whip, and there's joints on here that's like, what the fuck? I don't <laughs> want to bash him because he doesn't deserve bashing. Like I said, I think that he maximizes what he does. I just don't enjoy yeah. it. I didn't carry on how much he didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Nah, nah, you're not going to get that from me. 
I know, I like it. Um, you know what, here's the thing. Um, what was interesting with this particular album, and, and you could kind of see that Danny was heading in kind of like this direction because of some of the stuff that he's talked about, some of the music that he likes and uh, that he rock with. So this sound doesn't surprise me at all. I heard some of the singles, but what really turned this album around for me was Get High. And here's the reason why. Um, obviously this, this, the second. <laughs> no, not, no, turn it around, man. Like, you thought you said the middle track or something yeah, like that. Second like, last track. No, no, no. Oh, I, maybe turn it around was, was, was the rap. No, this is when this shit got good, though. So I did make the mistake of listening to it on my way to work as part of my commute early in the morning before my coffee kicked in. So, yeah, you my first, my did. first, yeah, my first, no, yeah I, yeah, I did. My first listen, I'm like, okay, this is going to take some getting used to. Mm -hmm. um, definitely not going to lie about that. But the sound of it, the tracks and stuff, I mean, it definitely, you, you get used to it the more you listen to it. But, um, of course, downward, downward Spiral comes on and it basically sets the tone for the whole album. I was um, listening to Get High and then he, he opened up um, Smoking on the Miles, Some Kind of Blue. And then in that verse, he referenced jazz artists, Ornette Coleman, Dizzy Gillespie, John Coltrane, Tommy Dorsey. And knowing that jazz artists like are on a lot of, like they have, it's known that they take drugs and be on drugs and shit. I was like, damn, if them motherfuckers were rappers, <laughs> this is kind of what that shit would sound like. It really flipped the switch for me in terms of how I approached the album. I was like, Oh shit. And it was just a really interesting, heady thing for me that that I had going. And then you get toward the end and you know, I'm gonna give him hell for it. And he's basically, um, I think that was that one, was it today? Or he's basically, you know, saying that, yeah, that shit can be rough or shit is rough, but yo, like I'm gonna make it. And it was like, out of all of this darkness and stuff that's in this album, and even the sound that kind of compliments that, um, that how erratic and stuff it could sound at times, for him to kind of end on that that note, it's like wow, like that's that's kind of crazy. And then the other thing that I did was because um, I know a lot of people were were linking the the album album title to the Joy Division song, but something was like nudging me, like man, no, let, let me look that up. So I typed in the Atrocity Exhibition and saw that it was actually a book by J.G. Ballard of Experimental uh, Link Stories or something is what they're saying. I never read the book. I never read the book. I just kind of looked it up just to see, you know, if there's something behind the album title. So I saw that and I was like, okay, damn, that's kind of interesting too because this album is linked to the opening track, Downward Spiral, to me. So I was like, oh, okay. So that added another layer on it in terms of when I listened to it, like, you know, the different things that, that I hear or the different things that I, I will pull. Wait, what's the like connection to the book, You Lost Me? Um, it's, uh, it's a, what it says is, and this is on Wikipedia, it's a, an experimental collection of linked stories or condensed novels. And that's how, when I listen to the album, that's what I kind of get from the album because Downward Spiral basically sets up, to me, the rest of the songs in the album itself. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so I was like, oh man, so is that why he picked that particular album title but yeah man I you know so all of those things together added on to this album because we all know what Danny's gonna bring and then I think even on uh 
fell for it. I love the shot that he took. I don't know if it was a direct, well, he says he only picked Iggy because it rhymed. I love that Danny Brown is not staying comfortable because he can easily put out something like Double, uh, uh, triple X. Double X. Yeah, Triple X. That was. Yeah, over and over. That again. was really experience compared to his previous stuff. Detroit State of Play stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Triple X was like the start of it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, that was a really, really successful album for him. Mm -hmm. Like that, you know, so it kind of really kind of put him on the map even more yeah, or put him on the map. So, yeah, but I like that he's not resting on his laurels, I guess I should say, that he's, he's going out there and he's making music. He's taking his time. He's not putting out album year after year after year and even on old where he experimented with uh edm you know when he had that album had like two sides to it so i appreciate that he's doing that yeah hey following danny brown's career for for so many years i think this was pretty much like triple x like on steroids as far as just like danny brown sounding so much more comfortable because i remember when we did old I was like, I love the first half of it. I remember I didn't like that EDM second half part of it, of the album. And I remember I was like, I wish the last track on the second part was part of the first part because it sounded so dark and his voice was like regular. Because I noticed with Danny Brown on tracks, whenever he's speaking like in his regular voice, he's always kind of talking to, telling a sad story mm -hmm. or, or, you know, telling, talking about something very yeah. personal. Like, um, tell me what I don't know. Like, you know, him growing up, growing up in Detroit. I mean, it's, his boy getting shot. yeah, it's like, that's, that's, that's Vivid Detroit over there coming from the hood that he's from. Um, Vivo, I can under, I'm not, and this is like not shot everybody, but like when it rains, it's actually like kind of like a, a old to like old school Detroit techno. So that's why the beat, mm. Paul White did a good job of capturing that. Cause when I heard that, that's actually like one of my favorite. Cause that was one of the first singles I heard that one. And then of course, really though, I didn't hear uh, Yamonia though. Cause I think I remember you and Ken was like, one of y'all, I remember when we talked about y'all say it, he dropped two singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I hadn't heard Demonia either. Oh, okay. I, until oh, I heard the album. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I heard I heard When It Rains first. And I, I think he had a video for that. Because you and Black Milk were talking about that. Yeah, because yeah, he did um, yeah. Detroit's uh, dance show. That was like an ode to that. So When It Rains, I can I can get it if even if none of y'all mm -hmm. like it. I mean, I'm not saying if you do like it, you got to be from Detroit to like it. But but that's I can but see it's why different like because it. you grew up on it. So I grew up on it. So you have a different connection. So when, to I, it. when I when yeah. it, when it was coming on, and I'm like, oh, don't tell me he's about to freak this and he fucking murdered that shit. So that's like one of my favorite tracks for me. It, it was good except for I think the the really experimental tracks that I didn't really mess with that much was Ain't It Funny um, and Gold Dust. Other than that, <laughs> I pretty much I think everything on here I pretty much like. Even I even thought. Alchemist kind of brought a little bit of his kind of experimentation out with White Line as far as the production. The Russian and the way, Yeah, yeah, that's what it kind of remind me of. Cause I'm like, damn, he got Alchemist to kind of, cause you would think Alchemist would probably have like a kind of a typical boom bap beat maybe or so. Until you hear that Russian roulette not, shit. Yeah, yeah. Until, until, until I heard Russian roulette, I was like, holy shit. So yeah, hearing, hearing Alchemist kind of bring that out and Danny Brown, you know, capturing that and just finding his wave on those tracks. I didn't mind Get High. I know some of y'all was like, yeah, y'all don't care for Get High. Get High was, was cool with me. I mean, I think it was a good... I think it was a great change of pace coming from actually my two favorite runs of the album was Rain and Rain and Today. I love Today. Um, today was another one and then it got to Get High. It kind of slowed down the pace to kind of finish out the album with um, Hell For and I like that, I like that track. I like, another interesting track too was um, Dance in the Water How. It's, it's, I wasn't really huh? with that one. You weren't really with that one that much? Uh, yeah, Dance in the Water was that's playing, a twerk like a, song, playing for right? your kids. I bet the kids are jumping twerk around. Song? Twerk song. Dance in the Water and not get wet, not get wet, not get wet. 
chick dancing or whatever. Maybe I don't, I don't, care. don't think so. But. It was really interesting how he was still able to paint his pictures, his dark, vivid pictures, mm -hmm. whether it was good or bad. Because it's like Danny Brown always tells you like the yeah the party side, but he want to give you that after after party mm -hmm. after the you know the, the hangover the not feeling so good Reality. side yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying so it, it's good he yeah he big he, he draws that out perfect man so shout out to Danny Brown for that this this was a this album didn't let me down it didn't let me down only thing I will disagree only from my personal standpoint is I didn't see this coming at all I didn't see this sound coming from Triple X I didn't see it I certainly didn't see it after old yeah I would have maybe been a little bit less surprised if this was directly after Triple X mm. after old. No, I didn't see this because old was half old school Danny Brown, mm -hmm. half EDM party rave Danny Brown. Mm -hmm. This is neither of those things. When I put on Downward Spiral, I was just like, what in the hell is going on? Like, this shit is crazy. Listening to this, and it was like, when you went from Downward Spiral to tell me, tell me what I don't know, I was like, okay, so is he gonna rap the rest of the album in his normal, like, calm voice? But then he's like, nope, Rolling Stone, right back to that that yappy shit and I was like man this is actually really interesting but it it didn't super connect until ain't it funny which is funny because that's my favorite I knew you was gonna like that shit <laughs> I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why because I know when I hate it I say I bet Michael loved it well it's because it's because it's not about the lyrics or the bars or anything like that it's really about the fact that who the fuck else could rap over this? Yeah. It's not even that's, a real beat. Like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yep. And the thing about it is, when you listen to that song and you listen to the way he's rapping, it's impeccable. His flow is mm -hmm. fucking impeccable. It blows my mind every time I, I listen to this shit. That song and Gold Dust, which I know y'all don't really fuck Gold Dust either. Mm -hmm. It's another one of my favorite songs. Because again, who can rap over that? That beat. I'm like, damn, this shit is bananas. And that's when it really connected. And I was like, okay, now I see what's going on here. And now I really understand what Danny Brown is doing. He's showing y'all that this dude is going to be, he's going to be a fucking legend. Because he's one of the most unique rappers in hip hop right now. And when I listen to this album, it's not even about the the bars. It's not about the lines he's doing. It's really about listening to what he's here. doing. Yeah, and being in awe by the fact that he's able to do this. Right. Like, his technical ability with how he's rapping over these beats, mm -hmm. and he's on beat to a beat that's barely there yep. and he's he does it so smooth like water like the beat he yep. you think he's rapping over a fucking primo beat yep. the way yep. he raps it's fucking insane with you i loved pneumonia too because pneumonia was like a tripped out fucking trap song but the interesting thing about it is it's like when it comes in it's just like okay this is a typical Trap song, I like this, da 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 da. Then we hit that verse. The verse is like, what the fuck is that? Like that beat behind the verse. It's yep. like, dude, what are you doing? But he does it perfectly. When it rains, I'm sorry, that song is fucking amazing. I love that shit too. Get high, I was just like, uh, it's okay. I didn't really hate it or anything, but it wasn't uh, an amazing song to me. When it rains, um, today, today was dope. And to me, it sounded like Andre. When I listened to that song, oh, I he sounded like three, three steps. I thought he was trying to do that. Was he? It, that's what I thought. Like, I was like, yo, he, why does he sound so much like Andre? When like he the whole. said that line. What line? There was a line that Andre, that Andre said. Like, so oh. I think he meant Oh, to okay. Like that makes sense yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. But, but, he, but he did have an Andre line in there. And yeah. when I heard that, I'm like, oh. 
shit, man. Does this voice sound like Andre? Am I tripping? Like, it had me in my own head, like, wait, hold the fuck on. But yeah, then hell for it when it wraps up and he's basically saying, you know, I did all this mm -hmm. so you don't have to. That's when everything here made sense. And I'm glad you said that shit about the jazz shit. I did not, I didn't get that. And that definitely makes this a lot more interesting. But this whole album, like, okay, rappers can write albums about drugs. Mm. But this is one of the first times where I've actually heard an album that genuinely makes me feel like I'm on drugs. And that's what I think is so brilliant about this. Like, you can write your weed songs, it's like, oh, if you smoke, you'll enjoy this song so much better. Mm -hmm. I don't need to smoke, I don't need to sniff, I don't need to fucking drop E to feel Whoa. this. Like, he is making you understand just with these songs what being on drugs is really about. Like, this is fucking Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas put to fucking music. Mm -hmm. And I think that this shit is fucking brilliant. And Danny Brown, with this album, I feel like he solidified himself as being one of the most technically proficient and creative MCs because with as much weird shit as I listen to, with as much experimental rap as I listen to, I feel like I've never heard anybody do something like this with these songs. This is experimental rap, I feel like at its finest. Like this is one of the most interesting experimental rap projects I've, I've ever heard, so. Today is when Danny Brown says, "Cure for cancer, cure for AIDS." Yeah. Some like that's that, that's the Andre 3000 line where he says, "Some some." You know that song, right? Today, ah, I can't think of the name of the song. Don't pull the bang out unless you came to bang balls. Yeah, yeah, balls yeah. over like that. Yeah. Cure for cancer, cure yeah. for AIDS. Uh, yeah. I would never have that. <laughs> unless you said it. I never would have connected that. All right, Danny Brown, man. <clears throat> if you watching. Look, like I said, I, I think you definitely are a great artist, hands down. It's just that the voice and some of the stuff, some of the experimental shit that you like to do, which I think you probably are good at, I, that's just not my type of hip hop. I don't like fucking with that. And in addition to your voice, some of that shit I just don't fuck with. I, I just can't. I just don't want to die that deep. I just, I can't do it, bro. I, I just, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I can't, I try is not for me, but you do have tracks that I fuck with. You are great, keep doing you, for real. You know what, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I definitely appreciate and enjoy the album and I like that, you know, and I said this earlier, that you're not you're not comfortable in, in what you're doing. Like you're not resting on your laurels and just putting out the same thing over and over and over again. And I like that you're interested and talented enough to be able to do something different and it's a quality. You're an album artist. Like, that's what you do. And you put out stuff that inspires you and, and, and stuff that that um, that interests you. Like, even even old, like you were into the EDM shit and you put out, you know, music that reflect that. Like, you know, it's been three years, so I don't know where your head's been at really over the last couple of, couple of years, but clearly we can hear that now and the different type of stuff that, you know, you're, in, you're listening to. And I'm, a, I'm glad that you're able to take that Bring that in and and put something out. So just keep doing what you're doing because we need artists like you in hip hop that can put out quality work that's not samey, that's challenging, mm -hmm. and that people just don't get on the first listen. Yes, uh, I, I don't even know what you're gonna do to top this. I, I would be gladly to wait another three years if you're gonna make an album. That's 
dope as this one. Interesting coming to, you know, this is he's not with Fools Go no more, so this is a war. Yeah, war. Yeah, so yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting that, you know, he's with that label, but hey, whatever that label, they let you create and do you, and you put out an amazing project, so props to you, and heck, I can't follow up as I can. Can be breaking shit down. Hey, look, hey, good job, man. This shit, the album was great, man. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm echoing everything everybody says here. Yeah, amazing album. Um, I'm, I'm sure you won't remember this, but I don't even remember what show it was, but the first time I ever heard Danny Brown, he handed me, he's either him or his manager, handed me a physical copy of the hybrid. And I, was, I had no idea who he was. And I remember I took the hybrid, stuck it in my bag, never listened to it. And then I was watching an Aesop Rock interview, and Aesop Rock was like, if y'all don't know Danny Brown, y'all are fucking up. So I was like, oh, there's that guy that handed me a CD. Let me go listen to it. Popped it in, I fucking loved it. But my point is, listening to that, I would have never in a million <laughs> years thought we'd be here now with something like this. And I think that's a true testament to, to what you can do from, from the Detroit State of Mind mixtapes, from the hybrid, from all that shit to this, you are covering the spectrum. And I think it's dope that you are solidifying yourself as one of the most creative MCs to touch a mic. That's oh, it, man. Good. Just goddamn. Just keep keep doing this kind of shit, man. I cannot wait to see what you come up with next. Cause you are a the true definition of an artist. So Kanye West could take a fucking hint from how to make a solid experimental rap album. You did it. Thank you very much.